welcome to Future So Bright, the podcast from Class 101 Franklin, where we illuminate the college admissions experience. I'm your host, Sean. And before I was a college student, I was a Class 101 Franklin student who was trying to find my own way through the college admissions process. Today, I'm with Karen and Beth again, and we're going to be talking about financial aid. Again, part three, understanding your financial aid offer. How will I receive my financial aid award? Is it going to be carried to me by OWL, like from Harry Potter? That's a great question because back in the old days, we got things by mail. And in this advent of technology, a student could receive it multiple ways. So first, they could get an email. Second, they could get mail like they have in the past. Or most common, it seems this year, it's been in their application portal after they've applied to the college and after they've activated the account for that particular school so that they can get into that portal to see the award. Why am I receiving this financial aid package and where are these numbers coming from? Those numbers are coming from um, the financial aid forms that are filed by the student and and his parents when they're making their application. So the FASPA, the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, is going to be one avenue to get some financial aid. The other one for private schools could be the CSS profile. Both of those are going to result in a student aid report sometime around the end of March at the latest for our students, saying additional financial aid in addition to any scholarship that the student has received. So by the end of March, a student should have a financial aid package from every institution that they've applied to, and then they can look at that financial aid from each school and get a full picture of what it's going to cost for their first year of college. So what are some different things I could see in this financial aid award? First, you're going to be able to see the total cost of attendance for that school. And total cost of attendance is going to include tuition and fees, room and board, And this award is going to have some other things in addition to that tuition room and board that the university is not going to bill the student. For instance, books and then other transportation, how much um, they estimate that a student will spend going back home or, or going on different adventures while they're in college. Those make up what is called the total cost of attendance. And then depending on how the school distributes its aid, then that number is going to be matched against the aid that is given by the school. So a student should expect to receive to see their scholarships listed there. But if they filed the FAFSA, like we mentioned, they're going to be qualified for a Stafford loan. And that amount your freshman year is going to be, right now, $5,500. And depending on a family's need, that could be broken down into an unsubsidized or a subsidized loan. So those loans are going to be available to every, every family that files a FAFSA. And what about work-study and Pell Grant? Yes, don't forget, yeah, work-study <laughs> and Pell Grant. I always say, let's check the box on work-study because if there's an opportunity to have a job on campus, what a great way to add money to your account. And then for those families that meet that need criteria, they, almost, they might also see some Pell Grants. But that's not the only thing. Some schools don't give as much in scholarship, but what they do is award grant money. So um, I always use the example of my own daughter that we were not a need-based family. However, a particular school gave her a kind of a small number, I felt like, in scholarship, 
but her grant package was significant to make that school price match any of the public schools that we had applied. So really it's any and everything that's on that financial aid report that is considered a part of their package. So yes. any grant money, scholarship money, work study, loans, all of that is the whole package potentially for a student. And just talking about work studies for students at colleges, that is perhaps one of the single greatest things I've seen while being at college. I have so many friends at multiple schools who basically are like, yeah, dude, I get paid to go sit and watch Netflix all day. This is so great. And they're like watching like the weight room for like a gym or they're watching and directing any students who might need something in a student center or something, but they still get paid a sizable amount of money. And on top of that, potentially get money off their tuition for doing jobs on campus, basically. Next question, what if even after all the financial aid, all the scholarships, all the grants, I can't afford the college that I really want to go to? So we encourage our families and our students to get to know the financial aid office at the schools where they are applying. And that way they can have these conversations with them um, before they even apply, during the application process, after they've received their financial aid package so that they can get a full understanding of what it's gonna look like to go to school there in terms of the cost. Absolutely, because those um, people at the school are going to be the advocates for that student and they want it to be affordable for them and are going to do everything that they can to help them. So if it's, if it's not within the budget, then they can have that honest conversation and say, okay, this amount of money would really help and then they can see if that's going to be available at the school. That being said, can I apply for an appeal of my financial aid decision? Yes. I always encourage our students, if you have any questions about it, absolutely go ahead and file appeal. In talking with the financial aid folks or even your admissions advisor that you've been working with, they can help you, direct you to the correct person to talk with in, in financial aid, and they can tell you what appeal form might be needed. So we encourage them to appeal because there might be some things that have also happened in the family dynamic before that student's getting ready to go to school. Um, we had some families that when COVID hit a couple years ago, their parents lost their jobs. So all of a sudden the income that they had in the prior year's income tax return, they didn't know if that was going to be repeated for the, for the years. So there was a, a special process at a couple of our schools and they had to document their wages before and go ahead and submit that in and they were able to gain some additional funding. So it's always good to ask, um, even though the answer may be no, it's just important to have that conversation and make sure you've had a thorough look at the financial situation when it comes to going to college. Thanks for listening to Futures So Bright. We hope you'll subscribe and tell a friend about us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at class 101 Franklin TN. And if you're in our area, We'd love to talk with you one-on-one -on -one about how Class 101 can work with your family and student to plan for college. With about 50 Class 101 locations nationwide, you can go to class101.com to find a location with experienced college planners near you.